Welcome to the hideout. Happy Friday to you. Oh, you're kidding. Uh, I partly blame this alleged bit for why we're no longer in Orlando. What we're are you gonna, talking about? It's just some news. We're going to bring it up here, a monologue on the radio? Let me go uh, give you a little news to start this off with on this Friday night. Right, kind of wrapping up the week here at WJFK. The Hard Rock Live has been sold to the Seminole uh, Native American tribe. Yeah, the Indians have bought Hard Rock Live, and right when they announced it, the liquor license got completely revoked. Uh, all right. Um, I, am I supposed to comment here? I, I don't know if I'm supposed. Like, am I supposed to say, "Wow, the Native Americans they got this whole thing going on"? I would love for you to comment, Hefe, but we got more news to get to. A Florida man has been uh, sentenced to jail after harassing several teenagers uh, over the phone. He was asking them about their feet. Really nasty guy. Just calling, asking about feet. And it looks like uh, these kids' toes really got into the jam this time, didn't he? Hey. Look at this. Uh, I think it sucks. I've always thought it sucks. And for some reason, Dubs insists that Fridays, he wants to do a little monologue on the radio. All right, so was the joke, the toes and the jam, am I supposed to... I don't know where the joke do was. I it's, like, it's just some news, and you get some more of that news right now, Hefe. Uh... A man claimed that his wife was uh, his wife's bingo habit was the reason why he molested two young girls. Wife out playing bingo. He didn't know what to do. He was molesting girls. Really is crazy. I wonder what you've done if she was playing Keno. Oh, no. Hook. Anybody got one? Yeah, I'm waiting for if we were at the Apollo, they'd have booed this white boy off the stage a long time ago. Okay, so the story is his wife is away, mm-hmm. and while she's away... I think I, I think I already told you the story. We need to move on to the next one. This one's a big one, Hefe. Shafi, you might enjoy this one as well. You played a big one on this. It looks like malaria is uh, spreading HIV all over Africa. Very sad news over there. Malaria, HIV going all over the place. But at least the kids are getting something for Christmas over there, huh? <laughs> Shock jock. You're an ass. An absolute ass. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. The hideout. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. The Hideout. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. The Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! What's new? What's what happening? Uh, welcome to the Hideout Free FM 106.7 WJFK, date five. It's the last day before we decide if we're going to consummate or not. 
We would love for you to come on into the hideout. I am El Hefe. I'm J Dubs. And I'm Shavy. If you want to get a hold of us, Dubs, how do they do it? 800-636-1067-202-432-1067 or hideoutradio.com to get some information on the show. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. Uh, yeah, that's definitely it. Hideoutradio.com gives you backstories. Uh, for those of you that maybe uh, read the, the Falls Church News Press little story about us, um, show, The Hideout, used mm-hmm. to be here about uh, 15, 16 months ago on the mighty WJFK, uh, following Ron and Fez late nights from 11 to 1. We also did Saturday nights, uh, oh God, about a year before that as well. Uh, Dubs produced Ron and Fez while they were here. We helped out with Don and Mike and Ron and Fez. So uh, we're certainly no strangers to uh, 106.7 WJFK or uh, Washington, D.C., for mm-hmm. that matter. And now we've gotten to know Woodbridge. And I feel <laughs> com- I feel complete. Uh, if you don't want to call, although we highly recommend it because I know, you know, people have felt like, hey, the phones have been down since 10 o'clock. Uh, you know, feel free to hop in at any point. Also, too, there is the AOL Instant Messenger. We utilize that. It is free FM hideout. That is free FM hideout. So feel free to uh, dial that up as well. Learn about the stories. Got bios, stuff like that. Pictures, old audio of the previous versions of the show. Again, all that. Hideoutradio.com. Hefe, Doves, and Shafee in the hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. All righty, boys. We only got, uh, you know, two hours going mm-hmm. up until 10 o'clock taking you to Loveline. So uh, there's a lot we want to do. First of all, though, before anything else, happy birthday to our man, Shafe. Oh. Uh, here's our... Uh, Thank you very much. We all worked together in Michigan. We wanted to bring have him in on the hideout, the previous versions, but we just now... Just not got him to join us. Yeah, it's good to spend my birthday here in D.C. and uh, on the radio. Our last uh, night here for this week, anyhow. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but uh, turning 29 years old, and how you feeling? I'm, f- I'm not feeling good today. Yeah, I know you said you think you may have a tumor. Yeah, uh, it's 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 something that happens almost uh, on a regular basis in radio, especially with the headphones on and uh, the loud music. Right. Maybe I've just got it turned up too loud or whatever, but I've always got this one headache in my right ear, and it's especially painful for me. Is uh, that any, um, Is this anything like the time when Dubs and I convinced you you had AIDS? No, it's not like that because I'm convincing you, myself. Have you been tested yet? Since I've, I've been to the doctor, um, I'm not like uh, what are they, a hypochondriac. Not you're, so much like that. You're Too very much. close, close, but uh, not full blown. But uh, I've been to the doctor and checked out for a few things recently and uh, over the last couple of years as well. And uh, they they tell me there's nothing wrong with me, but I'm feeling the pain, and I've got a high threshold for pain as well. Yeah, it must be something that's actually really really wrong. Uh, wrong. I don't know. It's bad radio, maybe. I don't. <laughs> Oh, the monologue really wanted me into overdrive. What are you talking about? I don't know. It's just it got worse. Yeah, I feel immediately. like immediately. Joe Foster and the accused. Like How? somehow I've been violated. And I don't know why you call it monologue. I'm just passing some news along. Nah, you. you're dancing in your uh, golf swing. I think I saw at one time after joke three. And, and what's with the tie? I don't know why you have a tie on. It is the radio. Don't worry about that. I, I get a little primped and prepped up for uh, the uh, Friday night shows. Uh, Dubs, uh, some of the stuff, Shafee, that we want to share with you tonight. We have some, oh, man, we got a lot of good audio. Uh, T.O. versus Parcells, speeding tickets, season speedings, uh, with something really silly that's happening in the place where we currently reside, Orlando, but hopefully not for long. Um, oh, there's this one story, Dubs, it's right up your alley. What's that? four-year-old molest teacher huh i know it sounds weird when i say it like it that. does not sound weird at all this is something i've feared forever mm-hmm. that these kids 
they they get up, they touch you, they start doing stuff, and then they blame it on you. Right. Well, it's very similar to that. Uh, Wait a second. The four-year-old molested the teacher? Yes. I'll tell you. Well, we'll have the story. We'll have the audio story, and you'll be able to check it out. But the parents are obviously livid over this. Uh, something. Making a big, big comeback in 2007. We'll talk about that. Also, a quick little uh, review about the stories of 2006. And something I, I, I want to discuss with you guys. What would make the best movie of all the stories of 2006? Everything that's happened, current event-wise. You know, feel good, feel bad. What's going to make the best movie? Wesley Snipes was arrested. Uh, we'll get to this one uh, in moments. Uh, three fetuses found. Uh, we'll tell you where. Not positive. And also... Well, I know it wasn't my trunk. <laughs> and uh sorry took those out also um all right already chuck jock that's two in the first nine minutes and also two j-dubs again with the dance uh condoms condoms i guess are supposed to be universal mm -hmm. one country in the world where they're too big and it is going to reshape the way we think uh about stereotypes okay. it really is going to be a lot of fun uh, oh in a second we're going to introduce a fourth mic mm -hmm. that we're bringing into the hideout. Now, it's the show normally has been myself, Hefe, and J-Dubs, but uh, we also have our producers who we hope to join us wherever we end up going. We've brought in Shafee as not a third mic, but you know, as an equal contributor to the show mm -hmm. when everything shakes down. But there's a fourth mic that we're going to introduce in just a second. However, I did not realize this. I was reading in the paper today. One of the big problems uh, in the world, I suppose, are these can airs. Air duster. What is an air duster? I used to do it when I was in middle school. Basically, what it is, it's the it's the stuff you clean like your uh, computer parts out with, or you like your keyboard or something like that. It's basically pure air, but you you huff it or you uh, suck it in, and then you know it gets you high. It's kind of like uh, nitrous. All right, I have a story from about a month ago, mm -hmm. but it kind of sets up everything that we're going to be talking about here in a second. Uh, let's do that because I, I like I'm not even familiar with this. I've never done a drug. You're uh, not a redneck. A drug a day in my life, and I've never snorted WD-40. Is that what it is? No, it's not WD-40. It's air duster. Hmm. I don't. You may have seen the warning label on everyday household products about the dangers of inhaling what the teens call huffing. But now the father huffing. of a teen who died from huffing has helped. Put something inside the can he hopes helps save more teens. Channel 3's Kristen Anderson tells us how the change could affect all aerosols. Watch as these teens inhale aerosol cans. Within seconds, their heads fall. <laughs> they start laughing. And when one teen tries to get out of the car, he falls into the bushes. Huffing is so popular, you can find dozens of these postings on YouTube. They're not drugs, they're poisons, and the kids don't realize how deadly these products are. Uh, they think they're safe. Sergeant Jeff Williams, 14-year-old son Kyle, died more than a year ago from huffing dust off. I just wondering, because it would never cross my mind mm -hmm. to look at this WD-40 that you're It's snorting, not WD-40. Whatever it is. And say, more hey, high class than that. let me see what this does. Like, where do you learn... Um, I, I was just, uh, hanging out after school one day and, uh, a few kids were walking around there like, you want to do some air duster? I'm like, sure, why not? Well, I think we found the problem. School. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's school's fault because they didn't teach you in science class. Oh, look at that. 
There's the uh, perfect duster, as this one's called. Do it. Uh, I'm not going to do it. Well, on no, the radio. why not? We're not no. going to do. We're not going to do it. That's what uh, our new fourth mic is for. Oh, yeah, the new fourth mic is going to uh, be uh, using that. Uh, but first, uh, I want to finish the story before we introduce him. Hideout download. The compressed gas inside the can robs the body of oxygen, giving a short high. There are 1,400 other household products used to huff like deodorant, cooking oil, and whiteout. Jeff says teens will actually paint a fingernail or the inside of a collar. And while they're in class, they'll just bury their head and sniff the chemicals. <laughs> what? I've never heard of those things. I Like, I've heard of, like, the, uh, um, like, uh, the whiteout and that kind of stuff. I've never heard of the cooking oil or anything like that used for it. Mm-hmm. Uh... I didn't know this, uh, this uh, story is doing nothing but giving ideas. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the interesting thing about things like this, or whenever you hear that terrorists are going to blow planes out of the sky, <laughs> any sort of a scare tactic from the media. It's always here's exactly uh, the right combination that you need to do it with. Here's how to do it, where to do it, when to do it. Here's Doctor Sanjay Gupta to tell you how uh, many people could be affected by this, and so you can maximize it all. It's always. Just the wrong amount of information, which is uh, essentially too much. Hideout download. Even though cans like Dust Off warn that inhaling is illegal and often fatal, Jeff worked with the company to add a horrifying bitter taste. Dust Off is now sharing the formula with the Alliance for Consumer Education and hopes that other companies will use it. But some teens don't think it's enough. If people are that determined that they're going to start it, they're probably going to find other ways to get their high. The bitter taste isn't a cure-all, but Jeff hopes it's enough to deter kids from trying what Kyle did. Nothing justifies losing a child, but I just, I don't feel like he died for nothing now. You know, there's, there, there's changes being made because of his death. Kristen Anderson, Channel 3 News. That's You don't have to finish with that story. <sighs> At what point does Darwinism come into play? Now let me let me show you real quick. I have a thing of Air Duster here, real quick. Let me show you what they're taking in. If you don't, if you have it shaken up or anything, it sprays like mist. You can't have it shaken up at all. Ask me. I'm not even gonna. You're doing the exact same thing. It, it is very dangerous to do. Stop though, because I know nothing about this, and now he's giving me tips. <laughs> well, I don't want to know. <laughs> the two of you yesterday were experimenting on other stuff. Sex. E- each other. And uh, I, I just, I don't know. I do not know. Uh, why it is that they would go through all this information and Dubs gets this in his hand all of a sudden he thinks to himself, man, it's back, it's Fallowville, it's mm-hmm. cool. You get this craving about back it. Back at Mun. Well, the uh, the big story was um, the National Inhalant Prevention Coalition mm-hmm. didn't even know it existed, but they were all over YouTube, as kind of mentioned in the story, all over YouTube about pulling these video downs. The quote is, these videos portray inhaling chemicals as a fun activity without showing the consequences. Uh, this is a potentially fatal activity, as you learned in the story. Mm-hmm. I believe this track, we pulled a couple of the audio clips from YouTube. This one is just a guy, and it was mentioned in the news story, a guy who inhales helium. I mean, it's kind of a... a big... I, I think every kid has done the helium. And can helium hurt you? I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think it restricts your airflow, but the helium actually itself my, isn't damaging. My little brother had to be rushed to the hospital one time for sucking balloons like that at a birthday party. Really? Yeah. How old was he? He couldn't breathe. He was uh, probably 10. 
It, I know it does something with the uh, with the lungs or I don't know the throat or something along those lines. I'm not a doctor. I just know that it does something. Uh, so this was from YouTube. By the way, it's a hideout free FM 106.7 WJFK Hefe Dubs and Shafee. Calling now. Download. <laughs> How much do you love helium? I love it. It's so great. Yeah. Greetings. Greetings. <laughs> What'd you say? You said Welcome to Mars. It's gone. Oh. See, to me, the only point of that is to get the really cool voice. Yeah, that one doesn't get... I, I've never heard someone say, man... This helium really got me high. Here's where YouTube's dangerous, putting up stupid crap like that. That Anybody can go up there and become a quote-unquote star for 23 seconds. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've all seen it, but now this guy's got like a thousand downloads of people watching, and it's going to have even more because it was mentioned in the USA Today. And the hide-up. Now, this was a big one. We're right on par. This is a big one. Uh, this was the one that everyone kind of mentioned. This is part of the huffing, right? The air duster. Uh, yeah, this is what this girl's doing. And this is on YouTube, I believe, under Can Air. Okay. Hideout download. No, I don't want to say that. <laughs> What? Turns into a tranny. <laughs> yeah. Do you got to put your head in a bag to do that? No. No. You, 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 you guys brought the story up. Basically, what you do is you hit it, and it, it messes your voice up, and you basically pass out for a few seconds. See, you guys are to blame. You're going to blame YouTube and everything else. I came in here having no idea about anything, not caring, and now I'm, like, curious. Hey, happy birthday, Shafee. Thank you. Oh, he's going to give you the can. No. Have fun with that. Let's, uh, I can, what do you do with this anyway? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. No, not to get high. Nope. What is it oh, for in the first it's place? It's for to clean like, uh, keyboards. All right, let's bring over. Computers are killing the world. Our, uh, our new fourth mic. Cause it's Hefe, it's Dubs, it's, uh, it's Shafee. But now let's welcome into the hideout our new fourth mic. And he's only going to contribute sparingly. Uh, he's kind of useless. Um, like most people say Shafee is. Oh, thanks. Uh, here's our new fourth mic, Huffing Harold. Huff hey there. How you doing, Huffing Harold? Not bad. Uh, you, uh, you feeling smart? You feeling good? Um, not really. Uh, can I get the can back? Yeah, here you go. By all means. All right, so Huffing Harold's going to hang out with it. Now, I don't want... Here's the thing. You're fourth, Mike. There's obviously a progression. It's yeah. half a dubs Shafee, but whenever you feel like... What? Uh, can, it's half a dubs and Shafee. Whenever you feel like you can throw in, you know, just kind of raise your hand and step up to the mic. My IQ is high. My voice is low. All right. <laughs> uh, That's no. better. He should do the monologue. Get him in here on Fridays. You're right. He does seem like he's a, a lot funnier. All right. Well, hang out. We're going to kind of move on with all of our... <laughs> All right, can you cut his mic off, Dubs? Cut his mic, thank you. Uh, Huffing Harold, just, you know, whenever you feel like you can uh, fit in, definitely uh, definitely do that. Now, being down in Central Florida, mm -hmm. the hideout before we've uh, we've come up here for a little bit, um, hurricanes were supposed to be the thing that were going to destroy us, uh, especially in the year 2006. Well, they're back. The hurricane threat for 2007 has been upgraded, and they say we will see a return to high activity based on the current and projected climate signals. Um, they say it's a high, like around 80% likelihood that activity will be in the top one-third of the years historically. And, of course, you know, this last year was pretty uh, quiet. Now, I remember here in D.C., we uh, we had, what, Hurricane Isabel? Isabel. 
uh, a couple. That's why I named my cat after yeah. Isabel the Hurricane, and it died of an enlarged heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poor thing. And that's the that's the one you love too much. Now the hype machine, is on, <laughs> the hype machine, it's on it's on its way mm-hmm. already. But let me ask you, what would you like to see come back in two thousand and seven that had it down two thousand six? Well, hurricanes are the thing coming back, right? Mm-hmm. Is there anything in between? All right, uh, already. This is awesome. Huffing Harold says he uh, he has something he'd like to see come back in two thousand seven. Hurricanes, they blow. <laughs> uh, I wasn't. It was. It wasn't that funny. Shoot. Uh, I know. Uh, wow. That guy's a retard. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to see come back in uh, SARS? Why SARS? Because it, it kind of had a short-lived run, you know. It was something really cool, interesting. You got to walk by every nail salon and giggle like, hey, that's what they all look like over there right now. Yeah, well, they have the masks on mm-hmm. in nail salons anyway. Yeah. I'd like to see serial killers make a strong comeback in 2007. Yeah, they're they're still out there, but they're not getting the publicity or the name right. No more rock stars in the murder game. All right. Speaking of uh, serial killers... I just killed the can. Can I have another one? Uh, <laughs> uh, Harold, step back, please. Now, you want me to keep his mic off? Yeah, keep his mic right. off for now. Her- I like him. Well, I will say this: more personality than Dubs. He's kind what? Of, he's fun to hang out with, though. He's just he's a easy going. Yeah. Here's another thing I want to see come back in 2007: <laughs> the beating of children. I think uh, we've got. Now, I do uh, agree with that. Like. Uh, Beating as in discipline, hard discipline. Mm-hmm. You don't see a kid get his ass whooped in the middle of a Walmart like he used to. Did you guys watch Beaver today? <laughs> yes, uh, right before the show. It's a beaver. Fucking <laughs> uh, Harold. Listen, you're not here. This isn't going to be a morning zoo, Huffing Harold. You're not here. I don't here know how you guys mic back on. To laugh in the background. You're just here to kind of, you know, occasionally chip in with what's supposed to be funny. But Ward Cleaver said that uh, after the kids broke a window playing baseball, he said that when he did that when he was a kid, he'd get a healthy taste of the strap. <laughs> I may use that from uh, from now on too. Just uh, whenever I want to kick someone's ass, you're gonna healthy strap the uh, a healthy. Taste, taste of the, of the strap. strap, yeah. Dubs, anything else in particular that you'd want to see make a comeback? I mean, is there, like, in 2000... The closet. What? What does that mean? Everybody's coming out of it. it, was, uh, it was Chuck n- job. No, <laughs> no I, I am tolerant, but it's nice to guess who's in it. Yeah. And everybody's out of it now. You can't guess anymore. What's the point of Gator if no one's going to allow you to try exactly. to play a guessing game? There's nothing else you wanted to see come back in 2007? Other than the hideout, obviously. You know, that would be That's something. a good answer. That would be a, a lot of fun to see. Minstrel shows. Uh, what is minstrel show? Huffing uh, Harold said minstrel show. All right, Huffing Harold, you're banned for the next ten minutes. Why don't you go step aside, find yourself a new can? See, this is a problem. He's a little aggressive, though. Yeah, you don't realize that uh, whenever you take drugs hmm. or you snort things, or you shoot up these air cans. You don't realize uh, that it makes you, that it makes you uh, that you it makes got one. <laughs> got one. Got a can. I don't have a can. All right, Huff, you why don't you go back? <laughs> why don't you go back into the call screen room and let the big boys handle their business? See, Huffing Harold's got a radio voice because he sounds totally different off the air than he does on. Yeah, it, it, it works out sometimes that way. We'll take a break. We'll come back. There's a lot more still to get to, my friends. Uh, we'll tell you which like country and ethnicity of people don't fit in the regular size condoms. And it's normally I'd be like, ah, oh, that's one of those throwaway stories. But it was the 
like most popular story on every single news search engine. Also, too, uh, which of the uh, uh, Wesley Snipes arrested and oh, the fetuses and where they were found. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hefe Dubs, Shafee. And Harold. Well, Huffing Harold hanging out, too, in the high. <clears throat> It's, you, when we say your name, you don't have to identify yourself. It's the Hideout Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Good evening, godless sodomites. The Hideout. Or we will destroy this place. The Hideout. FM 106.7 WJFK date five final date uh, the date thing is uh, it feels like it's this weird awkward test show first date mm-hmm. kind of dance that you're doing uh, I am El Jefe Jacobs is me and I'm Shafee 800-636-1067-202-432-1067 hideoutradio.com is the website if you want to hit it up on the instant messenger free FM hideout or those of you out and about on this uh very crisp Friday night. Mm-hmm. Check it out, hang out, and uh, check out the Falls Church uh, uh, News Press, where they, uh, they did a little story on us as well. I didn't get to get to the phone calls, but we had a few people call in and say they read it, and uh, you know they were that's how they returned onto the show, so thank you very much to the paper. Yeah, uh, good boys over there. Um, oh, I for- almost forgot to introduce a fourth Mike tonight. Yeah, where is he? Uh, he's back there. I don't want to talk to him now. He kind of, I feel like we OD'd on him a little bit, and that's the, uh, I don't know if it's going to work out for fourth Mike, uh, Huffing Herald. Uh, the big story I'm, today. I'm still alive. I didn't OD. Uh, how, how can you make that uh, judgment after just like 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. You're talking about 10 hours this week on yeah. JFK. Uh, sometimes Give him just, a chance. I don't know if Huffing Herald has a business, uh, has room in the business. Of course, the big story today is, you know, kids snorting these aerosol cans to get high. That's the interesting thing, too, is... People are always looking for some way to yeah. alter their mind. But it's always something new. Whatever happened to just beer and pot? It's not enough. Pot's hard to find now if you're a kid. Right? No, no older people wants to want to sell it to you because it's a bigger uh, fine for them. And, you know, uh, it's a little bit tougher than it was when we were kids. There's a kid selling dimes in every high school. Give yeah. Me a break. Um, also, uh, Dubs, oh, speaking of, like, the YouTube thing and pulling down the huffing videos and stuff like that. I guess the new the new hit is to post your resume on YouTube or on Google. I guess one guy started it as a joke, and as it turns out... People uh, are really into it? It worked for them. They say it's very good. They get to kind of see you, you know, list off your accomplishments, maybe answer four or five of those basic interview questions and that's a very and it's an easy quick link you know what i mean it's not even like you're sending an attachment it's a link to youtube and you know people can see but you know sometimes your uh resume is a little bit stronger than you actually are and you that you can actually present to someone Mm -hmm. so that can actually work against you if Mm -hmm. you're the wrong person yeah but the resume is going to get you uh the meeting anyways yeah but you want that meeting at least the stupid thing though is that a lot of these resumes already if you just you know youtube google or whatever resume they have their phone number all the personal information up on the graphics right 
at the very of beginning. Of course. How are these people going to get a hold of them? Next job, no matter where it ends up being. If it's here in D.C., if it's at a couple of the other places that we're looking at, uh, I think this is the new way to weed through either potential producers mm. and especially interns. Uh, interns, they're young kids. They always have access to the cr- this crap. You know they have one of those you know, video blogs that everyone has on a mm-hmm. MySpace or a YouTube. From now on, it's a video resume. Uh, that we can play on the air. Yeah, because you play on the air. Uh, we can see them. We can get to know them. You can immediately tell if they're creepy or not. There's so many interns we've had in the, the history of oh. radio, just period. They're just creepy creepy dudes i like the creepy one i was gonna say those are the best ones (laughs) they are it's the normal guy uh that ends up being no good for you actor wesley snipes arrested in central florida uh he had been indicted about a month ago on tax fraud charges and he finally came back i believe from africa uh where he was filming a movie i like him arrested for the blade trilogy (laughs) that's me i heard the blade was good i mean the first one was the other two are crap two wong fu that's a big deserving, you know. Here's the thing. I love that movie. Uh, really? Tu Wong Fu, Thanks, Thanks for, for Everything, Julie Newmar, yeah. uh, with Wesley Snipes, John Leguizamo, and Patrick Swayze. All in drag. Most memorable scene was the ping pong scene. Can't describe it on the radio, but I'm telling you, it's absolutely worth it. The Rising Sun, too. I like The Rising Sun. I've never seen any of these except for... Uh... Passenger 57? Never saw it. Major League, the original. And he didn't, Willie Mays Hayes, he wasn't in any of the sequels. I'd like to sue him for not being in any of the sequels yeah, and giving Omar Epps a career. Okay, hold on. So here's our fourth Mike Huffing Herald has uh, something that he would like for uh, Wesley Snipes to, uh, to to be sued over. Roots. Was it in Roots? Oh. Get out of here. What are you saying? Nothing. I'll go back. <laughs> what, are they, what are they? What are they all... They'll look the same. To, I don't want. Uh, don't yeah. answer. Don't answer. Huffy Your Harold. name is Wesley. <laughs> uh, step back, if you would, please, uh, Mr. Uh, Huffing Harold. Oversized condoms, a headache for many Indian men. It turns out that condoms are designed to meet the international size specifications, and they are too big for many Indian men. And we got to be careful how we term uh, this. But essentially, their manhood falls short as to what the uh, manufacturers had anticipated. Yeah, they're they're lo- they're a little bit smaller than the national average or the worldwide average mm-hmm. of what condoms are supposed to fulfill. Uh, it makes a lot of sense to me because I've watched a lot of To Catch a Predator. There's a whole <laughs> lot, there's a whole lot of the Indians on that show, mm-hmm. especially when they were in Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of tech support and that kind of stuff going on. Right. And, yeah, they were always over there trying to get that 12-year-old. I, I did not see how it all fit together until that little last part that you yeah. said. Now, all of a sudden, I think I may understand where you were headed with that. It's the Hideout Free FM, uh, 106.7 WJFK. I'm Hefe. Dubs is me. And uh, that is our uh, our buddy Shafee as we're in here. 800-636-1067-202-432. 1067. Happy, really quick. Do you want to hear, hear a familiar voice? Um, no. Okay. Uh, Sorry, cheese face. <laughs> oh, don't be an ass. <laughs> Why would you be an ass? I didn't know that's who that was. Of yes. Course, of course I'd want to hear from him, an old friend from the uh, late night and Saturday night shows. How dare you, Dubs? Hang up on uh, former and current heretics. Fan, he asked you. Fans of the hideout. <laughs> Three fetuses found in a dead woman's freezer. 
The remains uh, are tentatively identified as three fetuses or infants uh, discovered in a freezer of a woman who was found dead in her home last night. What do you do? You're supposed to Jeez. leave them on the counter? Of course they're going to be the What? Leave <laughs> Um, I don't want him to spoil. <laughs> autopsies were conducted Saturday to determine the ages and death. DNA results performed to determine whether uh, that woman was indeed the mother. The condition of the bodies uh, make it hard to comment on their possible ages. A sheriff did say, though, they were not like nine-pound babies. They were smaller in their nature. And it is always weird where you hear these things about... I think I saw a story not too long ago where, like, a... A, a, a kid had just, um, like his parents had just died. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so he was saving them in the freezer until his power went out. The smell got out, and he couldn't save them anymore. You know yeah, what I mean? That, but that's not what this is about. No, she's keeping them in case someone gets a black eye. Either grab, <laughs> the, either grab the bag of peas or the fetus. Shock job. What? What do you mean, what? I'm just trying to be, be practical here. There has to be some reason of keeping these things in your freezer. And I'm thinking black eye. I will say this, that I am a pack rat. Mm-hmm. And I have already considered, I have a little uh, cat by the name of Tycho Tyrone. He's a, a gorgeous little being. And I'm thinking to myself, I think I'd save him. I think I probably would get him taxidermied and go ahead and keep him. But when, keep Where would him, you keep him? Uh, mantle. Uh, over the TV, just someplace where I could. Creepy. Yeah, just something. No, I, I like that idea. Why not? I mean, it's been it's part of your life. Get a new one. It's acceptable. Oh, the, you should, obviously, you keep a new one. And what is it going to play with a taxiderm cat? Why not? They just bat each other around. As long you're, you're holding one of them. As long as it doesn't mark its uh its territory, then it's, it will. Why not though? Some people put like fish up on the wall. That's what I'm or, saying. You know, well, a deer's you, hat or if something. If you can make it one of those singing bass cats <laughs> where it sings, don't worry, be happy, then you got yourself something going there. Um, You're not suggesting doing that with the babies, though. No, of course not. Because <laughs> right. there's reasons to worry there and not be happy. Dolls, Cabbage Patch Kids and oh, stuff. Uh, absolutely not. Hey, Terrell this Owens. This was drowning pool. Terrell, Terrell Owens. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the news now, you and we've been hanging out in a prison cell essentially mm-hmm. over the last uh, week in Woodbridge, and so it's a lot of watching Deal or No Deal, one versus one hundred, or any sort of like a sports center. You're a big fan of Around the Horn, I like Around the Horn, and uh, and I'm a big fan of PTI, and it's just so funny how Terrell Owens, you know, Dallas Cowboy wide receiver, can say something. And everyone immediately gets sucked in. Do we have what he originally said over there, Dubs? Yeah. All right. Hideout download. I listen to Bill. It's Monday. We just played. We just beat the Giants. I don't get in game mode until Wednesday. This is Monday. I have a scheduled birthday party in L.A. Mine. At this point... That's where my mind is. <laughs> this is T.O.'s birthday week. <laughs> so I started Birth. it off there. Birthday. Not to say that I under, I'm undermining his speech by any means. Yes, you are. This just wasn't where my mind was at that point. What are you being paid for? Here's the thing. Uh, no. He scored touchdowns, which he does. And everyone deserves a weekend. And for the NFL, a lot of times the weekend is Monday and Tuesday. I don't mm-hmm. buy into that. He makes a ton of money. He's got all off season to go to all the parties he wants to. But his birthday falls. Birthday falls. Hold on, today's my birthday. Birth. 
No. What am I doing here? Birthday week. That's what everybody's asking on the boards. Right. Uh, hey, hey, those guys are a bunch of losers, by the way. Heretics. <laughs> All losers. I said it finally. It took till Friday, but Whatever. that's where I stand on that. 800-636-106720. all cut a hand off to have this mic in front of your face right now. Instead, you're in front of your keyboard and your computer typing in Chafee stinks. Uh, <laughs> 202-432. Of course I stink. I've been sharing a room with these two for a week. 106.7. Uh, here is the response today by Bill Parcells, and it's classic. The guy really lays it out. And once again, showing, because I saw this mm-hmm. whenever Terrell made these uh, these statements. Everyone hopping all over, all over sports radio. And I'm thinking, this guy is a master marketer. And I love when someone calls out the media, and it's exactly what happened today. Hideout download. Speaking of Terrell Owens on Wednesday, he did mention the fact that when you talked to the team on Monday, he didn't pay much any attention to some of those comments. Much any? Does that disappoint you, the fact that he said he was... No, because he sucks you guys in. He hears everything I say. Okay, and he can tell me three weeks from now what I said today. So he sucks you guys right in. So consider yourself sucked. I really, really didn't want to hear that. They're winning. Yeah. Wait till they're losing. Well, I mean, neither here nor there. I just love whenever someone's going to call out the media and say, you... Uh, I'm pissed off at Parcells. Why He's ruining the bit. Don't ruin Terrell's bit. It's just like when Penn Jillette went on the Colbert show and tried to ruin the bit. Just mm-hmm. run with it. It's okay. We all know. Act you're like th- you're pissed at him. Keep yeah. the media hype going. You know, we know, we know your thing's ruining magic, but uh, don't ruin the Colbert rapport. And it's the same thing with uh, Parcells. Don't ruin the T.O. bit because that's exactly what it is. Him, uh, Chad Johnson, all these guys, they're wrestlers. you got to respect that, Shafe. You haven't managed Sabu before. Yeah, but I'm just telling you, man, this situation in Dallas, and I know that's where you're from, and you're loving the Cowboys, right? Well, now. I'm a lifelong Redskins fan having a... end in disaster. Well, I agree. Well, there's no doubt. When you have the combination that you have there with those kinds of personalities, it very, very rarely works out. It'll work out for like a year or two, and you have to know you're going in and you're buying that year or two, and then you move on. I just love the calling out of the media with enough already. You got sucked in. You talked about him. You did exactly what you wanted to do, you know, what he wanted you to do, and that was talk about him for his birthday week. And it happened, and that is the biggest birthday gift <laughs> you could get, you could give to Terrell Owens, talking about mm-hmm. him everywhere. That you you did it. You He's the biggest thing this week in uh, sports. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Put a statue of him in every city across the country. Uh, Doug. T.O. Dubs, uh, there is uh, a bit of sad news in the radio world. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, you'd heard about this in New York City. Mm-mm. Um, actually, during the commercial break, you were telling one of the people who were in here um, that you, in this business, you know, like Terrell Owens is hated. Mm-hmm. And in this business, you can be hated. And you can be hated to the point that people want to murder you. And that has that has happened to us before. There have been a couple of times where we haven't wanted to leave the studio 
because, you know, somebody calls up, they start talking trash. Right. You don't know. You're in a little room, you know, you start talking trash back. Why don't you come up here and I'll kick your ass? Right. You know, <laughs> being a shock jock. And then before you know it, somebody's waiting downstairs ready with a shotgun. Right. You know what I mean? That happens. The movie Talk Radio, mm-hmm. Eric Bogosian, is essentially centered around that idea. And anyone who knows radio is familiar or has even done it for a little bit knows about this. Well, it's not that same kind of a situation, but it did happen already uh, to a guy up in New York City. Hideout download. Blaze, a popular DJ on Power 105.1, is in critical condition tonight. Police say he was shot at least 13 times on a Washington Heights street early this morning. Blaze's real name is Carlos Rivera. Police say a diamond chain Rivera was wearing was stolen, and the search for suspects continues tonight. I don't think it was a, a, a listener that did it. Just someone trying to rob him, probably? No, it was another DJ, just like in rap. What do you... Uh, what was it, Power whatever? Yeah, Power 1015. Where hip-hop lives. Yeah, that kind of stuff. It happened. Well, there was a DJ here in D.C. right before we bolted for Orlando who got beat up, I believe, by one of the members of the G-Unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was... I think he worked within the company. I think he was over... Uh, 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 PGC uh, did nights over there. And you guys ass kicked by G Unit? It's one of the greatest things that could ever happen to a disc jockey. I'd love to get my ass kicked by G Unit. One of the only fights that we've ever had in our radio career. Well, we've had two. Kathy Griffin. And mm-hmm. Screech, right? And Screech. <laughs> Look at us. We're fighting the big wigs. We're fighting the tough guys. Can you tell where we are in the radio total mm-hmm. poll? It's Kathy Griffin uh, called. Dubs, the dove. All right, here's the thing with Kathy Griffin. (laughs) You know, when we're in Orlando, you know, people come through, they do... You the know, hard rock or the whatever, rock. or the improv. You know, it's a good place to do some uh, big comedy shows. You know, you got a bunch of people in town that are looking for something to do during the week after going to the theme parks. They go, you know, oh, here's a concert. Kathy Griffin's in town. Let's go check it out. So, you know, she needs help selling tickets. Mm-hmm. What does mm-hmm. she do? She calls into the hideout. And it was a very nice, pleasant interview. Yeah, we had fun. We didn't attack her in any, in any way. We just asked her about stuff going on, current events, because she's supposed to be this kind of reality TV type person. All these funny jokes about pop culture. And she wasn't that bad on the show. I mean, I like her. So, and I, I did, too. Okay, go ahead, though. Well, then uh, we get, like, a month later, people calling us and be like, I think Kathy Griffin just dissed you guys on her... On her reality wow. show. Yeah, the, the, the D-list. Yeah, how, what happened? Well, they were t- asking her about being on tour and going around. She's like, you know, being on tour, it's okay, I guess. You know, we don't actually have the drop in our possession. I wish we got to yeah, find it somewhere. I've never found it. Um, she goes, it's okay. The only problem is calling into these wacky morning zoo shows <laughs> and their crazy radio names. Yeah, like that, this, that would happen. What's she talking about? All right, Huffing Harold, step away from this the mic. This is not a zoo. Uh, um... So, she goes, like this show I did the other day with El Jefe and the Dove. I want a week's worth I'm of the Dove. Just, just Harold testing here. I'd listen to that, but go ahead. Uh, but yeah, it's it, she called us out essentially for having the silly radio names. Which, which is true. I mean, Dove. I totally wish I could go back in time to when I'm 19 and choose a different radio name, but I can't now. Yeah, and it's something that you got. You know, you're gonna have to live with for the rest of our professional career. I'm glad you have something so cool like J Dubs. I, I think if you were gonna change, cha- change it now, yeah, I think you could still change. Do you it. think so? Well, I'm too big with Star now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people already know him as J Dubs. Yeah, Prince. Other people have changed their names. And then the other fight that we got into, and you can actually s- hear this one on uh, HideoutRadio.com, is with Screech. 
and I, I would tell you the story. It's just, it's great. You should go. There's like a YouTube video on it and look it up. But those are the kind of radio fights that we get into. These mm. guys are shooting each other. You had a theory though about you know uh, being up in, uh, in Not New a York. theory, but a theory. Or, or oh th- yeah. Didn't you have a thought about this this shooting and, and? Oh, what I told you earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if uh, if they're listening to this right now by any chance, if I could come by myself and test there next week. All right. So now all you're looking to do is test at different places where DJs have gotten shot. Yeah. Why not? What's Somebody's got to fill in. He's not gonna go in there with 13 holes in his melon. <laughs> now, wasn't there a, a like DNA a, all over the board? Like a standoff at your station? Oh, uh, well, I don't know if I should talk about this, but anyways. Well, some dude showed up with a shotgun wanting to kill somebody that worked uh, at my sister's station. He had the gun in his mouth with a, with a police there standoff for about an hour and a half before he finally gave himself up. I he wish he would have pulled the trigger. He didn't kill himself? No. Were you guys locked in the whole time? I wasn't there. Oh, all right, you'd already get escaped by that time. Yeah, it's the hideout. I would have been uh, inside, throughout the window. Do it, <laughs> do it, you wimp. Yeah, I bet you won't. Yeah, uh, I dare you. Uh, sh- give you a t-shirt. <laughs> Clean up the mess. I got Skinner tickets. It's amazing what people do for a t-shirt and Skinner tickets. There's uh, there's no doubt Kill about yourself. that. yourself. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, hour two. On this date five, Hefe, Dubs, and Shafee, you're in the hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. I want an apology because that is just so rude and obscene, and I just am really hurt by it. Like, why would you say something like that? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe, J-Dubs, and Shafee. Hideout. They're brilliant. They will make us laugh. They will make us think. They will make us talk. And they will make us proud. Hideout. Free FM. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. FM 106.7 WJFK. Last hour of the week. So uh, get in where you can... Uh, Maybe even our careers. Yeah. You never Maybe. Know. Here, we'll make this the, uh, <laughs> what is it, fourth uh, goodbye show at WJFK? I think that'd be about right. <laughs> no one shows up to him anymore. Yeah, this time we're going to... They know it's not we, over. We can only manage a few people. <laughs> uh, but they're very good, good people here. I am El Jefe. j is me. Shafee. Uh, buddy Shafee is here uh, as well with it. And uh, hideoutradio.com to uh, to learn a little bit more about the show, kind of keep abreast as to what we're going to be doing. Uh, a few friends here tonight, Babo, KOP, Nameless, who runs one of the web boards, hideoutheretics.net. So uh, we want to thank them for their support throughout the D.C. Uh, Real Radio and wherever we end up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. And I don't think we ever got to really thank uh, Bobo Monday for coming up here at the sandwich board, walking the streets. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that was insane. And he brought us gifts. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you very much. We got a, we got a nice Jim Rome Welcome to the Jungle CD. I got a Manson DVD. Very hard to come by, by the way. Uh, well, it cost a dollar in Baltimore. No, it's so worth two. a lot more than that. <laughs> that guy that sold it for a buck made a tremendous mistake. These are worth a lot more than that. Thank you, Bobo. Um, Like I said, hideoutradio.com. One of the interesting things, though, just about being here, but in general, overall, uh, at this time, uh, radio-wise, is taking a look back at the year that was uh, in 2006. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the question I'd like to propose to everyone. What was, <clears throat> A, I mean, you could you could say what was the biggest story of the year. You know, there are a few of them that are out there. I, I think the war in Iraq still is the biggest story of the year. But... What's your favorite story of the year? I, to me, what is the story that is going to make the best movie? Right. Like, what story in 2006 is going to make the best movie. Now, during our time in Orlando, and even here already, you've seen a couple of stories that would make pretty good, maybe not, you know, major motion releases, but even this one about this uh, this John Kim and his family. Mm-hmm. That could be a lifetime movie uh, of the week, or, uh, you know, a special on uh, ABC or NBC. The autistic kid probably will make the best movie. Now, remind yeah. people about what this autistic kid the, was. The autistic kid who uh, hit, what, seven three-pointers in a row at yeah. the basketball game, then got to go meet the president. Yeah. Our own little Forrest Gump that, of the year. That's my favorite part, uh, story of the year. But the thing about that entire story that I don't understand is how nobody's uh, questioning the skills of this coach that finally put the kid in. He played four minutes and scored 20 points. Why is he on the bench, not even dressed, the entire season? Because it's hard to get an autistic kid in the zone. But when he's in there, you can't get him out. You can't get him out with a two-by-four. I don't know if it's tough to get that kid in the zone. I've tried. He showed up every single day. Wasn't he the water boy? He was the trainer. Yeah. Yeah. He was the the team trainer. And they dressed him for the last game. And it was one of those stories, too, where... Like you watch it, and if you're a fan of sports, you know you immediately know. Okay, that's gonna be it. I think they're talking Frankie Munez or M- Munez or whatever his name is. Give him a shot. He looks at the a little tired. That works. Yeah. Give him a shot at the next level. The kid's played four minutes in his life and scored twenty points. Um, Can you? What, how many would that be if he played the whole game? Uh, let's have somebody. Be a record. Some quick math in the back. I think high school games are forty minutes. Mm-hmm. They're not a full forty-eight. They're about they're two twenty-minute halves. So that's times 10. He'd have scored 200 points. There you go. The I mean, kid, come on. Uh, the kid would have scored. And he, and he can't play college basketball anywhere in the nation? Here's the problem. He's like Gilbert Arenas. He doesn't pass. You notice he wasn't looking uh, you know, at his open teammates. No, it's all tunnel vision with those guys. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. He scored 20 points in four minutes. Shafee, don't you have a theory on autistic kids? Because uh, your girlfriend, how would he? Off and on, off and on. Who kids. does? She thinks I'm a little bit autistic. I could believe it. I have some strange tendencies. All right, but what's the theory that you had? Because you said I got this theory. Do you want to hear it now? And there I- are more and more children being born with aut- autism. Is this a proven fact? Yeah, there's more and more as time goes by, and eventually, maybe it's possible that everybody will be autistic, will lack social skills have no compassion or uh, care about dubs. anybody's feelings. But mm-hmm. if you look at Dubs, he doesn't care. Well, everybody ab- slobbering on the radio, too. <laughs> uh, he doesn't care about anyone. He uh, very rarely, like we even have some of our friends here, 
can't look him in the eye. He's doing everything. No, I, I am very fidgety <laughs> he's all do- the time. He's doing everything but look. I need a Rubik's Cube. These people in the eye. But a lot of them are very neat and organized and clean. Mm-hmm. That's totally the opposite of this guy. I haven't seen him brush his teeth once. Oh, this week. I haven't. Bull. I haven't. All I'm saying Have is, you been watching me shower, been, too? No, I don't want to after what you revealed last night that you did in the shower. Mm-hmm. I took care like of a slug was I in see, there. I see Hefe with a toothbrush in his mouth every day this week. Because I don't have to walk around watching TV while I'm brushing my teeth. I do it in the bathroom like a human being. I think he I'm leaves not an animal. His, uh, who's the one leaving their toothbrush in the shower? Yeah, that's me, and I figure that's a mistake. Of what Big Dub's time doing. mistake. <laughs> Big time mistake. Yeah, you think that's uh, since Dub's my making God. Colgate? No. Yeah, Dub's making drain babies in Woodbridge. Uh, it's a hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. What was the story of 2006 that's going to make the best movie? Now, I have, there are a couple of them that we dubbed Story of the Year when we were uh, when we were in Florida. My favorite could be The 500-Pound Lady. The 500-Pound oh Lady was great. Uh, here was the thing about The 500-Pound Lady. It was one of the Carolinas, I mm-hmm. believe. It was like a Carolina or a Kentucky, uh, one of those Mid-South. Wasn't it Memphis? Kind no. of states. Maybe could have could have been a Tennessee. Actually, I do I do believe it was a Tennessee. I just know that it was a mid south kind of state. Five hundred pounds immobile. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, she's she's that large. A missing teeth. Right. I mean, like a jackalope. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Very very skinny husband, like a dirt stash trailer mm-hmm. trash husband, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, was the stepfather to her, I believe, seventeen year old daughter. Yeah. Who weighed about 270. Yeah, well on her way to be her mother in the future. The thing about this is that a local television station there did this one of those feel-good pieces where they're like, hey, this lady can't get in and out of her house anymore. Let's not buy her a treadmill. Let's make her doors bigger. So the community rallies around her and they get her bigger doors so they can cart her in and out. Mm -hmm. Well, the best part of the story was when her family, her own daughter... And her new husband left her in her filth, like her waist. Yeah, ref- never cleaned her up. Refused to feed her, and then would have sex in front of her <laughs> just to torment her. What? All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, wow, this has a little bit of everything. It has a family? Yeah, and finally the, the stepdad and the daughter got uh, arrested for neglect and uh, incest and all this other stuff. So they'd have other people in the community come over and take care of her, and they were frying potatoes for her to eat, like pounds of them, and just bring it in there for her to shovel into her mouth. So that was one of the great stories of 2006. How does it end? She died. Yeah, she died of a broken heart. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Literally of a broken heart. Feel good story of the year. Mm-hmm. So there, that's one that I think could be, I don't know if it's a full movie, but mm-hmm. I, it's something I definitely would want to watch. Another story that we had a lot of fun with, and you can actually kind of kind of hear a little bit of the backstory and the fun we had with it on hideoutradio.com. It's a kid out in California, and this kid in California... Um, is walking with his friend. Now, he is an amputee, but he has a prosthetic leg. Mm-hmm. So he and his friends are walking, and, I don't know, somebody says something from a passing car, and they yell something back, so the car comes back, and they beat up the two kids. Now, they don't just beat up the two kids. They push the amputee down on the ground. They take his prosthetic leg off, 
and they beat his other friend oh, with it. <laughs> and no, well, what happened was he he took off his own leg and was holding it up saying, please don't hurt me. I'm, oh, I'm an amputee. I'm an amputee. So they just grab it out of his hands and start beating his other friend with it. You're right. I butchered the story. I forgot that's how it went. But down. they didn't mm-hmm. beat him with his own leg. No. No, they left him alone. They had a heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> However, they stole it. And the leg is like a $10,000 yeah. like prosthetic. And so he's on the television crying about how, you know, who does this, who beats up a, ki- a kin's friend uh, with his own leg or with his leg. And then, you know, they, they steal it and won't give it back. Another great story in the year. There are a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to hop in, do feel free to. Or if any of our buddies here have one that they want uh, to bring they to remember. the table. Wisconsin. And in, his, in Wisconsin, there are a couple of kids probably hanging around. Uh, snuff, uh, doing this aerosol. Air duster. This yeah. is the best story of the year. Uh, and what ends up happening is they're all hanging out high. They're going through the paper. Who knows mm-hmm. for what? Maybe they just see it there as they're rolling up their dope. And it's the obituary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the photo of this really, really hot chick. Blonde chick. Very, very cute. Like a, like a sexy t- early 20 something girl. A solid high eight. So they see this and they think, man, she's hot. (laughs) Like, she's really, really hot. And maybe they're joking around about, you know, maybe, hey, we should go dig her up. She, you know, she was just buried two days ago. And and they decided to go ahead and do it. You know what the best part of it is, though? She died in a motorcycle accident and they go to exhume her body to have their way with it. There's a pretty solid PSA about this whole story because before they went to the graveyard to dig her up, they stopped at Walmart and bought condoms. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in case she was crudded up for some and, reason. And that's the important thing in this story, safe sex. Exactly. <laughs> no doubt about it. Shafee, Hefe, Dubs here in the hideout. Well, they are hammering into the kids' heads that, you know, you need to use a condom even on dead chicks. Right. The other the, the couple of uh, really good, fun stories of 2006 involved kids in sports. You'll all, like you have the hockey dad who you know mm-hmm. ended up killing another hockey dad. I've told stories before where uh, during my baseball time and I had my dad and my uncle coaching me. Uh, I got run over at home plate. It started a whole fight while I was passed out at home plate with the parents. And not the, the kids. yeah, but the, the the parents were the ones fighting each other. One did of you the, hang on to the ball. I did. He was good out. Good for you. Good for you. I even passed out with it still in my hand. That's the important part. Uh, there was one dad, I believe it was out on the West Coast, who, you know, his, his little peewee football, it didn't really mean anything, whatever, and his kid was kind of small anyway, and he was also the coach of the team. Well, he, uh, his kid, on a kickoff, gets blindsided uh, by one of the other bigger kids mm-hmm. on the other team. Mm-hmm. It was after the play, too. Yeah, the play was over. It was obviously a, a dirty shot. Yeah, but it was one of these things where you throw a flag, 15-yard penalty. Yeah, it was like Spike on uh, Little Giants. So, I, okay, sure. <laughs> Trying to take Junior Floyd out of the game. How do you know this? I don't know how you know this. <laughs> was this one of those videos in the back of your van? No. You lure the kids with? With Easter bunnies? So, anyway, what ends up happening is the dad of the little kid gets pissed off. He's, he's also the coach of the team. Runs over. And barrels, oh, it, like barrels. And Basically gores the kid. Yeah, knocks the big kid to the ground. And it's all on video. You look it up on YouTube, you can probably find it. He freaks out because he realizes, oh, my God, I just knocked a 11-year-old kid to the ground over <laughs> yeah. a football play. And then he runs, scales the fence. <laughs> yeah. Like, no so one- <laughs> He just runs out there, barrels the kid over. 
stands there for a second and books out of there, jumping the fence. No one knows. You know, <laughs> uh, everyone's going to know who he is. He's the coach of the team. He freaked out once, then freaked out again right after that. But then maybe one of the most important stories of the year because it teaches you something. Uh, I'm sorry. Before we have uh, Huffing Herald okay. step up to the mic, let's remind why Huffing Herald is here. He's our fourth mic. Yeah, the hideout usually is Hefe and Dubs, but we also have our buddy Shafey that we're working into the mix wherever we end up with the hideout. Huffing Harold um, is a guy that we just found on the streets. We brought him in with one of these aerosol cans because that's one of the big stories of the day is, you know, these these PSA kind of, you know, these nonprofit organizations want people to take down these videos on YouTube of kids huffing the you know the aerosol stuff uh, here's one of those examples this is actually one of the youtube videos it's a actually a cute girl maybe about 16 17 about to huff one of these spray cans i don't know i don't want to say that i am saint <laughs> I guess the big thing is that it gets you high. And it lowers your voice. And it lowers your voice. All right, so Huffing Herald, uh, you had, what? what's the big story of 2006 that you wanted to share with us? Bernstein Bears. Uh, Berenstein Bears is not a big, st- we're talking more news. I don't it's know. my favorite story. Oh, well, it, was, it was mine when I was a kid, too. Clifford. Uh, Clifford, the big red dog, isn't a big story of two. Darius George. All right, thank you. See, I don't know if he's going to work. <laughs> All right, I got a can over here. You want a can? Here's a can. All right, uh, go over there. Uh, it's a hideout free FM 106.7 WJFK. Anyway, this is this is one of the other big stories uh, of 2006 that could be a movie just because it's so depraved. I guess it's what a T-ball championship or a little bit little league championship game. Yeah, they're like seven or eight years old, I think. And it was mandatory on the team that well, it wasn't mandatory, but they had a special needs kid. Well, they're in the finals. It's mandatory that every kid plays a certain amount of time. Exactly, mm-hmm. they're in the finals. They're about to win a championship, and I don't care if you're seven or eight or if you know it's the World Series. A championship is a championship, and the coach realizes the importance of this. <laughs> So what he does is pay like $5 to some of the other kids on the team to throw the ball really hard at the special needs kid so that he gets himself hurt in warm-ups and can't play in the game in which it's mandatory because he obviously wants to win. You have to understand that, though. You remember being in Little League and the bad kid being on the team, and you're like, God, please don't show up today. We have a shot if you do not show up. And so what ends up happening is you got other kids on the team who have gotten this money pegging this special <laughs> needs kid during warm-up so that he can't play. Well, it, the mother of the special needs kid brings him over, and she goes, you know what? It's just not your day out there. It's like the ball has its eye for you. Why don't you sit out of the game? It all ends up coming out. And the guy ended up getting jail time, did he not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he ended up getting, a, what, a few months or did he get a year? I think he got six months and probably will only be like three. Those some of the big stories of 2006 that definitely left a mark as far as my psyche. Mm-hmm. And are we all pretty much uh, in agreement that the autistic kid in the basketball story, that's going to be... That's the best movie. That's the one that's going to get theatrical. It might not be like the, the, the funniest story, but it's definitely the best movie story. He won an SP. <clears throat> did he? Did he? Yeah, he did. He was up there with, uh, 
I think LeBron James and uh, hanging out with all those celebrities. Now, when he went to the White House, didn't like everybody have like a uh, picture of him, like one of those little masks on like a popsicle stick? I don't know if they did that at the yeah, White House, but they, they did it at the game. No, because they, they, he brought him to the White House. So yeah. there's a picture of George Bush holding one in front of his face. <laughs> it's out there. I've seen it. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, wrap up the hideout. Date five, hour two. It's the hideout. Hefe, Dubs, and Shafee. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Hideout. Answering the big questions. World hunger. Terrorism. And the biggest question. Do you take it in the... Do you take it in the... WJFK. I am Al Hefe. That is J Dubs. Our buddy. I am Shafee. Yeah, our buddy Shafee is uh, is here as well. And uh, 800-636-1067-2024-321067. Hideoutradio.com. The uh, the website also too. Want to thank uh, our buddies who have stopped by to uh, just say hi. Uh, old friends from uh, the previous versions that were here at JFK. Uh, Hideoutheretics.net. Uh, our buddy uh, Nameless runs that, and he's hanging out with a couple of uh, uh, other friends as well. Uh, wrapping it up, taking you up to Loveline at 10 o'clock. Dubs, you... Uh, I don't, has, does Shafee know about this? What? Your fear of children. Oh, God. No, Do I don't know about this. You don't know about I know about his uh, dislike of children, but I didn't know about a fear. It's well, th- there's a legit fear of children, because I don't want to be accused of touching any. So I... I and here's the reason why. Because... And this is just a scenario I always throw out there. I could be standing in a kitchen, walking to go get a glass of water or something. Now, where are you at? Your place? Uh, say at like a, a fr- Christmas party. Uh, yeah, a Christmas party. And there's right. kids running around and everything. I'm walking to get a glass of water. My hands are swinging at my side. I accidentally brush a, a kid ass. And then I am accused of grabbing ass of a kid. And then uh, there's no way of getting out of it. You, when a kid starts yelling, he touched my ass. There's nothing you can do about it. There's no defense for that. I don't think m- most that. kids probably aren't going to start yelling that unless you actually well, grab I, the ass. Right, well, there is a chance, though. Well, I'd just rather distance myself from that chance. All right, now, Shafee, listen to Dubs' story of what happened to him in a Walmart bathroom when we were in Central Florida. Mind you, he has a big green 1994, Eight. 1998 Dodge conversion van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so mind that, Dubs, for the you know, you can go to hideoutradio.com to see what he looks like, but he is um, it looks like the white Jay Z. He's kind of dirt stash. How? Since when? Kind of like a, you know, just that 
that creepy white guy that's always got the cargo shorts. He's How a juggalo, you? a fan of the <laughs> the insane clown pos. Now you got a little mental image of what Dubs is. Now tell him what you were doing in a Walmart uh, Central Florida bathroom. Well, I went into the uh, Walmart. <clears throat> Had to go use the restroom, uh, number one. Mm-hmm. And uh, the urinal was taken up by probably a 10-year-old kid. All right. Uh, I walk in there. He says, hi. All right. I say hi, and I distance myself and go into the stall to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He says, what's your name? Right. So I'm just wa- I want to get out of it. No, I didn't say dad. Uh, I just want to get out of the situation. So I say, Justin. Right. He runs out immediately and starts yelling, Mom, a man's talking to me. No way. I swear to God, I freak out. Don't wash. Don't do anything. Run right out of the bathroom. <laughs> Which makes you look even more guilty. <laughs> right into my van and I take off. In the van. <laughs> he comes running out and goes straight to the van. Exactly. I'd have left the van in the parking lot. <laughs> in a Walmart. All right. Now, Dubs, that is why I pulled this story for you. It's the Hideout uh, Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Hideout Download. A four-year-old hugged his teacher's aide and was put in in-school suspension. That's what the father says. But La Vega school administrators have a different story. News Channel 25's Jennifer Cat is live in the Waco newsroom to tell us why this little boy's father is so angry. Jen? And this is a battle between a father and the La Vega school district. And it all comes down to whether a four-year-old hugged his teacher's aide or rubbed his face in her chest. Demarcus Blackwell's four-year-old son was lining up to get on the bus after school last month when he was accused of rubbing his face in the chest of a female employee. The principal of La Vega Primary School sent a letter to the Blackwells. It said the pre-kindergartner demonstrated inappropriate physical behavior interpreted as sexual contact and or sexual harassment. Blackwell says it's ridiculous that the aide would misread a hug from a four-year-old. For hugging interpreted as anything other I think she should be evaluated. Blackwell wrote to administrators demanding that the whole... That's the thing. That's yeah. you, Dubs. That's no. you thinking that the kid would be hitting on you when right. it just wants to give you a hug. Exactly. It may want to, and then it goes and like, in its crazy kid mind, makes up this big uh, fantasy story about us having a big love affair and going to Cabo. See, this is the problem. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh... Hideout download. Incident be expunged from his son's academic file because his son is too young to know what it means to act sexually. David Davis, the executive director yeah, of the Advocacy bet. Center in Waco, tends to agree with Blackwell. He says assuming the boy has not had sexual encounters or been inappropriately exposed to pornography, most four-year-olds are innocent sexually. The normal sexual behavior of children centers around curiosity and fun. Pleasure. Blackwell got a response. Oh, uh, what? Now, That's the same for adults, isn't it? I don't understand what that guy was saying. You may want to back it up a little bit. Uh, he leads some sort of a nonprofit organization that protects children, I think, in Waco, Texas. So this is his soundbite. Like, and I want why why the reporter didn't follow up or why she didn't feel the need to like get more of a clarification. Let me hear it again. Hideout download. <laughs> Most four-year-olds are innocent sexually. The normal sexual behavior of children centers around curiosity and fun, pleasure. Blackwell got a response from the guilty. administration. That guy sounds guilty. Yeah, he, he sounds same a with, little Same with me, by the way, though. Yeah, nothing's different. Hideout download. The sexual references on the discipline referral were removed. But the thing that makes Blackwell most upset? 
They told him, your request for an apology by the aide and removal of all paperwork regarding this incident is denied. Now the young student's file will refer to the incident as, quote, inappropriate physical contact. And Blackwell says he will continue to fight the district. I'm not going to let no four-year-old child carry this type of weight for his whole life that you can reach back and say, oh, this activity started when he was four years old. <laughs> I spoke. I, under- true. I understand that though. Who knows if you know the it kid? Did, though. The kid later on, you know, is pulling pigtails when he's in middle school, and they're like, "Wait a second, he has a history of sexual harassment going all the way back to when he was four. Mm-hmm. He does, though. Listen to you. Uh, Hideout download. The La Vega school administrator. He told me that he could not comment on this case because of student privacy issues. Reporting live in the Waco newsroom, Jennifer Kent, News Channel Twenty Five. Well, we found out about this story from a viewer. If All right, then they you... want to give out their little phone number for viewing tips. Um, so, Dubs. Yeah. I mean, it partly kind of affirms, you know, a little bit what your fear is. Exactly. This is exactly why I do not even, uh, if I'm in a line at like a grocery store and uh, a parent with a bunch of kids come up behind me to uh, get in a line, I go to another line because those kids try to weasel their way through that line, getting very close to you, like looking at the candy bars and everything. What about your family? Like if you have any young nieces or nephews and they come up and sit on your lap. Oh, no, 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 That's your problem, though, man. I give them the forearm shiver. I'll Deacon Jones those kids. I think you're thinking that, wait a second, you know, I might like this or no, something. No, there's no liking. Here's Why would you be scared of that if that wasn't the case? You're afraid of prison, yet you'll do all the drugs in the world. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> there's a difference between drug offenders in prison and kid touchers in prison. So, one time I actually saw this happen back when we were previously here at WJFK. Uh, our general manager at the time, Alan Linewan, brought his kids in. Um, and very cute kids. They actually cut a promo, like one of those little liner things for Asking us. Asking for a race for us. Yeah. That didn't uh, work out. But it was kind of bring your kids to work day or something. Yeah. And, you know, we're nice guys. And Alan was like, oh, We yeah. had to do a ticket drop or something. Yeah, just some sort of one of those van hits where you go out and you hand out free gear. And we were like, sure, the kids can come along. They could see that side of the business. So we go out there. The and, van side. Yeah. And uh, Dubs and I and Alan's children get in a van. <laughs> <laughs> and we head over to Baja Fresh. And Dubs is freaking out. Well, here's the interesting thing. Like, he, we got there, and the kids were all about handing out the T-shirts and stuff like that. Dubs literally stood across the street, across the street from them, because he couldn't handle being that's a, near. That's, that's an issue, man. Yeah, it's, it's not an issue. A big time issue. Uh, well, it's it's certainly an issue. It's You're, not an issue. Normal it's people a... aren't that paranoid around kids unless they're thinking. Normal other people things. are stupid. Um, You're thinking you might slip up. And oh, then no, kids... no. There's no slipping. No, the hands will flail around on your side sometimes, and they might rub up against some ass, and I don't want it to be a kid ass. Uh, an ex-porn actress wants her teaching job back. This is a... Uh... All right, here's the story. She's in Kentucky. Um, she feels like she has something that she can pass along to the kids. They have. Uh, all right. Shock jock. And... <laughs> Apparently, uh, here's what she says. Um, I royally screwed up a decade ago when she was stripping and starring in pornos. But she says that everyone deserves a chance, and she has worked for hers. They 
the district doesn't want to allow her back into the classroom. She's a mother of four now, says that she needs the teaching job to support her kids. I've always wondered what happens to porno stars because a lot of the stuff that I still have, VHS, and, you know, these videos were made early 90s, maybe some of them late 80s, maybe some of them even mm-hmm. late 70s. And I'm thinking, what are they doing now? And teacher is never uh, a thought that went through my head as far as, like, that's possibly what they could be doing. I kind of think opposite sometimes. Like, I'll go to some strip clubs, and they have, like, those, like, they'll have, like, the strip club. And then they'll have, like, the booths where the girls are dancing and doing different things behind, like, the glass and everything. And those are usually the old run-down ones. And I'm wondering what they were doing before that. If they were just stripping before that, and now they got moved to, like, the uh, retirement home strip area. Or if they were ex-porn stars, or if they were actually legitimate people before that uh, found hard times, and now they have to diddle. Now, that that is actually, and that's, by the way, the medical term. Mm-hmm. That's actually what they, uh, <laughs> what they said that she did. She said she's a mother of four. Uh, she fell on hard times, decided to become an exotic dancer. Hard something. Desperately needed the money. And eventually worked her way into porn. You got a problem with a uh, porn actress teaching your children? Mm. No, she's not going to sleep with the kids. How old are the kids? Oh, come on. Look at what's going on. That's yeah, one of the I other big, big stories in 2006. But the radar is so high on her, she's not going to do it. She can't, you know, she can't even move an inch. Right. Uh, oh, one of the stories we left out for 2006, Mark Foley. Uh, that yeah. one is one that could easily turn. You know it's going to be fictionalized or dramatized. In, uh, in some sort of way, as far as Mark Foley and all the happenings that went on with the pages and everything. Which, by the way, was a lot of fun. I want to thank him for that, because we got hours and hours of entertainment, as did most of the uh, radio personalities uh, around the nation. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Again, hideoutradio.com is the uh, the website. Also, take, a chance to, uh, take the chance to go over and check out uh, hideoutheretics.net. I, this girl who was who's teaching and the ex-porn girl, she's still hot. She's not, not a bad really. looking. I mean, she could be in that MILF Hunters uh, without a doubt. <laughs> I, on the Instant Messenger, which is Free FM Hideout. Give her a nice fitty. Fez is straight, says maybe she could be a janitor like Dubs's mom. Yeah. What are the chances uh, that she could go around and... Uh... <laughs> well, uh, my mom's a janitor. I know I'm bragging over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but uh there was Go ahead, an- impress the cbs suits with that <laughs> there was another janitor that worked with her he was uh rc they called him it was uh yeah i don't know what it stood for but he uh real cool <laughs> oh well it's valor i was thinking real colored and i didn't know he was a well, black guy no, in he, michigan he was tatted up he had like a jungle tattooed all over his body he's in a lot of the tattoo magazines and everything he got fired for asking a 11 year old girl if she wanted to see his tiger. Uh, the tiger was tattooed like on the junk area. Right. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling if you're, you know, if you've done anything sort of like, if you're getting paid, if you've gotten paid in any way for some sort of a sexual, I don't know, you know, favor or anything in the industry, I don't think there's a chance or that you should be uh, teaching. People yeah. don't change. No. What, did, what name did she use in the uh, porn industry, though? It doesn't say. Although, like I said, I'd like to know. The photo of her is pretty hot. I'm wondering. See, I don't recognize her. It's not that hot. And it uh, and it bums me out a little well, bit. Well, I, I think back in the day she could have been. It looks like there's uh, some mileage on her. Right. I'm sure 
years and years and years of Shawn Michael and uh, Ron Jeremy sweating all over top of her. <laughs> does, does a little... Uh, uh, yeah, it puts some miles on. Um, well, Dubs, I think we're about to have to wrap it up here uh, at uh, at Free FM in, uh, in Washington, D.C. And I wanted to kick out a few thank yous. Mm-hmm. Uh, while, just while we get them, just in case it is going to... It's This isn't the last uh, of the hideout, but I definitely... We didn't get the chance to say goodbye, and you know, in a place like Orlando, you never know. We have a little bit of a history here, and I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank the people that were instrumental. I know Don and Mike uh, were definitely championing mm-hmm. the show. Uh, Dave Hughes from DCRTV.com, also uh, the Falls Church News Press. Uh, Lisa, uh, who works here, uh, Max as well, the management. You know, they def- they're very cool. We got to meet with them a couple times, and they're very, very Once they cool found people. out that the hideout was available again after what happened to us down in Orlando. And there are, there are other people, too, who want to remain nameless. Uh, also, Ron and Fez were absolutely key in uh, helping us out. And uh, wherever we end up, it's going to have to do thanks to a lot of those people mm-hmm. where we're involved. And it's always a lot of fun, a lot of radio friends. Uh, that have uh, that have definitely helped us out, and we want to say thank you to all of them and to DC for her, letting us hang out for a little bit and do this this odd little date five kind of thing. Our final goodbye show. Yeah, well, it's goodbye show four mm-hmm. uh, until probably the next. I time. can't wait till ten. It's like a WrestleMania. <laughs> it is. It's it's the constant uh, retiring and coming out of retirement uh, for the hideout. But uh, again, it's 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 one of those things where you do this for a week. And how do you really get into the mode of doing, you know, the show that you're going to do? Because, you know, once you get once we get hired anywhere, this is like a portion of it. Yeah, this you is know, a skeleton almost yeah, of you, what the show will be. You know, hideout light. There's so much more that makes the hideout what it is. The fake names, you know, the no names, the no faces, the... Uh, the behind-the-scenes reality radio stuff that a lot of people remember with our producers, be it Tommy Bateman or Chunks Corolla, all that stuff up on the web. I mean, God, the, the, the fun that we have just with each other as far as... Sounds kind of gay. Well, you know, it's been that kind of show. Let's be honest. <laughs> Dubs is the one who takes it and gives it that, uh, that incredibly awkward uh, homoerotic humor. You know what I mean? It's- I got to tell you, wherever we end up, genuinely stoked mm-hmm. about bringing on our boy Shafee because we know what he can do. Not everyone exactly is. Uh, He's done pretty damn well for not really being on the air with us for what, four or five years now. Yeah, and it's uh, it's been ten hours in, and the guy is incredibly talented. And I can't wait till we're able to settle in wherever it is that we have to settle in. And then, Thank you. And do what it is. It, nothing else. It means a lot to me. It was good hanging out with you. I haven't even seen you guys in, what, a year? Yeah. yeah. In a prison cell run by a gang at a uh, hotel in Woodbridge. Yeah. I don't want to say what, gang. You probably know, and we're big fans. Yeah. So uh, don't... Uh, we have no problem with you. Yeah, do whatever you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> just just let us get out of there by the uh, uh, by tomorrow. But you know what I mean? And it's just it's been a lot of fun. You know, just kind of hanging out and doing that sort of thing. Encouraging everybody to go to hideoutradio.com and uh, get caught up on the show and have all that sort of uh, that fun stuff. You know, learn a little bit. And Can we celebrate my birthday now? Yeah, man, what are you going to do? What do you got? What, what do you mean, what do? am I going to do? What do you want to do for your birthday? Whatever you want to do. I don't know. You guys know the area better than I do. So. You laid around in your boxers all day. It was beautiful. Saying uh, everything. I've I never it- seen a man's junk as much as I've seen his this week. <laughs> yeah, and he's also saying, too... Um, 
I, uh, it's my birthday. You know, I don't want to get out of bed yet. It's my birthday. Right. And it's no different than what you did, like, <laughs> the whole every rest of the day. The rest of the, it's your birthday week. I get my own bed tonight, though. Like Terrell Owens said. It, it I, is. Can you be a man and allow us, Dubs and I, who have to make the 13-hour trek? No, back hell no. Our, it's my birthday, man. You've had more uh, sleep time than anybody here, though. You've really gotten some Zs this week. It has not affected your sleep. You're right. That's true. So anyway, it's just good to be back with our yeah, buddies. absolutely. It's, it's good great to see you guys. A lot of the people here in the building at WJFK. I also want to thank the, uh, the help from the boys, uh, Eric. Who, uh, I taught with Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting. Look at him, making his way up. Didn't learn anything. Uh, in fact, I didn't even remember him. But... I plug my MySpace in case I don't uh, ever see anybody out here again. <laughs> sure, go ahead. <laughs> uh, thank you to our. I dumped it. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Kid toucher. Also, thank you to uh, Johnny Punani, <clears throat> Dyson back in the back. So uh, it's good to see him as well. And nothing ever changes. And just everyone around the building was Johnny Norman. Mm. We didn't get a chance to hook up with Don and Mike, but hopefully uh, we'll get a chance to see them next go around and everything uh, when everything the works. The next out. goodbye show. Yeah. We'll the, see him then. Uh, version <laughs> 5.0. Uh, Love Line, I do believe, is next. Uh, big fight this weekend. Junkies, obviously, you want to uh, listen to them in the morning. ONA after that. Papa Bear O'Reilly. Don and Mike, Pendulette, and hell, give whatever they're doing next week a chance, too. And Bald Truth this weekend. That's You've been pushing it for years now. By the way, <laughs> where are the royalty checks? <laughs> this voice never left Free FM 106.7 WJFK with that Spencer Colburn. Nice. And what, however you say his name. So anyway, check all that out. Uh Question everything. Stay classy. Uh, be somebody. Always start good. All that kind of fun stuff. We are, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 
step on them hard, step on them hard, kick them to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes, I be smacking my hoes, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.